Good morning. This is David Bennett, and this is Bitcoin And, a podcast where I try to find the edge effect between the worlds of Bitcoin, gaming, permaculture, podcasting, and education to gain a better understanding of all. Edge effect is a concept from ecology describing a greater diversity of life where the edges of two systems overlap. While species from either system can be found at the edge, it is important to note there are species in the overlap that exist in neither system, and that is what I seek to uncover. So join me in discovering the variety of things being created as Bitcoin rubs up against other systems. Good morning. It is Guy Fox Day, November the 5th, 2018, and this is episode 28 of Bitcoin And. Uh, let's jump right into the vitals, seeing a little bit of a price bump on uh, Bitcoin, <clears throat> sitting at $6,457 with a high around uh, $6,484 on Bitfinex and a low of $6,408 on Gemini. So again, the spread is tight. There have been a quarter million transactions over the last 24 hours with an average transaction per hour of 11000 835 BTC have been sent in the last 24 hours with an average per hour of 34,826. Average transaction value remains around 3.29 BTC and the median transaction value is stable at 0.031 BTC or $200 USD. Block time is high, it's 11 minutes and 5 seconds with 130 blocks being created in the last 24 hours with average blocks per hour of 5. Uh, <clears throat> fees per block uh, has been 0.13 BTC. Uh, 1,625 BTC have been created in the last 24 hours with 17.06 taken BTC taken in fees. The hash rate has decreased by 15% to 46 exahashes per second. Uh, last GitHub commit was yesterday, <clears throat> November the 11th. Um, and across the board, Ethereum is back above 200 at $210. Bcash is seeing their Bcash pump. That's what had been going on for the last few days at $579.2. Litecoin is at $53.82. Ethereum Classic is at $942. Bitcoin Gold is $29.91. And Dogecoin is still falling at 0.0036 USD. Oh, active addresses in the last 24 hours. Dogecoin has 150,000. Bcash has 44,000. Um, transactions over the last 24 hours. Dogecoin has 36,000. And Bcash is now where it basically where it kind of should be uh, underneath Dogecoin uh, at 34,000 transactions over the last 24 hours. Ethereum Classic is still beating out Bcash at 48,324 transactions over the last 24 hours. Oh yeah, one more thing. Uh, the GitHub repository for Bcash finally got updated. So their uh, pull request or their uh, last commit is now officially November the 4th, 2018. <laughs> and that will do it for the vital statistics. Bitcoin history 
is from Friday, November the 7th in 2008, coming from Hal Finney as a uh, direct response to the uh, Bitcoin white paper that was uh, posted by Satoshi Nakamoto on October the 31st. Hal Finney says, Bitcoin seems to be a very promising idea. I like the idea of basing security on the assumption that the CPU power of honest participants outweighs that of the attacker. It is a very modern notion that exploits the power of the long tail. When Wikipedia started, I never thought it would work, but it has proven to be a great success for some of the same reasons. I also do think that there is potential value in a form of unforgeable token whose production rate is predictable and can't be influenced by corrupt parties. This would be more analogous to gold than to fiat currencies. Nick Zabo wrote many years ago about what he called bit gold, and this could be an implementation of that concept. There have also been proposals for building lightweight anonymous payment schemes on top of heavyweight non-anonymous systems, so Bitcoin could be leveraged to allow for anonymity even beyond the mechanisms discussed in the paper. Unfortunately, I am having trouble fully understanding the system. The paper describes key concepts and some data structures, but does not clearly specify the various rules and verifications that the participants in the system would have to follow. In particular, I don't understand exactly what verifications P2P nodes perform when they receive new blocks from other nodes and how they handle transactions that have been broadcast to them. For example, it is mentioned that if a broadcast transaction does not reach all nodes, it is okay, as it will get into the blockchain before long. How does this happen? What if the node that creates the next block, the first node to find the hash cache collision, did not hear about the transaction? And then a few more blocks get added also <clears throat> by nodes that did not hear about that transaction. Do all the nodes that did hear, hear it keep that transaction around, hoping to incorporate it into a block once they get lucky enough to be the one which finds the next collision? Or, for example, what if a node is keeping two or more chains around as it waits to see which grows fastest, and a block comes in for chain A, which would include a double spend of a coin that is in chain B? Is that checked for or not? This might happen if someone double spent and two different sets of nodes heard about the two different transactions with the same coin. This kind of data management and the rules for handling all the packets that are flowing around is largely missing from the paper. I also don't understand exactly how double spending or canceling transactions is accomplished by a superior attacker who is able to muster more computing power than all the honest participants. I see that he can create new blocks and add them to create the longest chain, but how about he erase or add old transactions in the chain? As the attacker, as the attacker sends out his new blocks, aren't there consistency checks which <coughs> honest nodes can perform to make sure that nothing got erased? More explanation of this attack would be helpful in order to judge the gains to an attacker from this versus simply using his computing power to mint new, co new coins honestly. As far as the spending transaction, what checks does the recipient of a coin have to perform? Does she need to go back through the coin's entire history of transfers and make sure that every transaction on the list is indeed linked into the timestamp blockchain? Or can she just do the latest one? Do the timestamp nodes check transactions, making sure that the previous transaction on a coin is in the chain, thereby enforcing the rule that all transactions in the chain represent valid coins? Sorry about all the questions, but as I said, this does seem to be a very promising and original idea, and I am looking forward to seeing how the concept is further developed. 
It would be helpful to see a more process-oriented description of the idea with concrete details of the data structures for the various objects, coins, blocks, transactions, the data which is included in messages, and algorithmic descriptions of the procedures for handling the various events which would occur in this system. You mentioned that you were working on an implementation, but I think a more formal text description of the system would be a helpful next step. Signed, Hal Finney. And so there's your uh, day in <clears throat> Bitcoin history. Um, so what's neat about that is knowing that one of the very first responses that Hal Finney of <clears throat> running Bitcoin fame, if you get that reference, um, is that he, even even he had skepticism and, and questions and noticed that the, the white paper itself is, is incomplete. So I don't think it's all that credible to be arguing about Satoshi's original vision when there were still always questions from some of the um, greater minds in the, in, the, in the field at the time who was dissatisfied with the original paper um, and, and dissatisfied only insofar as they just wanted more information. They wanted things to be more, more fleshed out. And, you know, I mean, I, I can kind of see where, you know, Satoshi might've been coming from, whereas don't let perfect be the enemy of the good, because if he had, he may never have released the paper because it's never perfect. And we're still seeing that the system is not perfect. It's always going to be built on. It's always going to get better. Um, things are going to occur along the way. But if you set out to do a project and you want it to be perfect from the time, from the very moment that you unchain un, <clears throat> unchain that thing, it's it's either gonna it's either gonna fail miserably or it's never gonna get released. So don't let perfect be the enemy of the good, or good enough. Today's Morning Roundup is brought to you by coffee, specifically coffee that has been roasted with whole pinon nuts. If you haven't ever been able to get a hold of coffee that's called pinon coffee, and you happen to be in Santa Fe, uh, go to the chili shop uh, right down there around the square. Uh, it's right uh, catty corner to something called the Hotel St. Francis. Um, if you ever get a chance to stop in and get some uh, get some coffee with a roasted pinon nut in it, do so. Uh, you'll you'll thank me later. So first up in the stack is a tweet from BTC Pay Server. We've been growing, and it's time to share some user stats to demonstrate the growth. And <laughs> it's just a graphic BTC Pay Server stats, and there's some some graphics. You know, they're like you know how much. Uh, like you know like uh, not really a pie chart as much of a donut chart but it really doesn't matter because all of these are like users three question marks payments processed three question marks merchants three question marks fees zero dollars the catchphrase here is we don't know we don't care one thing we know processing fees equals zero zip zilch nada I don't know. I thought it was. I thought that was kind of funny that they're tongue in cheeking the the fact that they just really don't give a shit what their what their stats are because that's not their that's not their problem. <coughs> and next up in the stack is a, uh, a tweet thread. I won't read the whole thread, I just, but I do want to read this one, this very first one because it, it it's kind of poignant. Bitcoin. Uh, let's see what his uh, full yeah at b e e t c o i n. 
<clears throat> starts this uh, tweet thread out with Bitcoin stages. Price momentum can always be divided into four stages. And he's referencing at Mark M-I-N-E-R-V-I-N-I. Mark Minor Vinny, I guess is what it is. <clears throat> Stage S1, accumulation rain, range. No media, maximum opportunity. Stage 2, directional trend. This is where you should trade. Stage 3, huge volatility. Media are nuts, minimum opportunity. Stage 4, final markdown crash and then there's a, a graphic that that shows this in, in this uh, relative to the context of the price of Bitcoin and I I don't know I agree that's you know I don't trade this stuff uh, but if I was I, I I don't know I think this is a uh, I think this is a pretty good roadmap to keep in mind so let's see next up is a um, now I'll just skip that one I'll get I'll come back to that um, <laughs> Uh, lightning in a box dot co. Uh, it, they they tweeted out their essentially they they tweeted out their um, um, website for lightning in a box, and it's it's a shop where you can go get um, a lightning in a box for like four hundred bucks, which is uh, a full you know full blown Bitcoin node and it looks like a Bitcoin node as well as a lightning node. They have a, a Ras, uh, Raspi, uh, sorry, Raspi Blitz, which is a Raspberry Pi Lightning node for 250 bucks. Um, and then they have some other services like a one-year BTC Pay server hosting. Um, they have uh, BTC Pay server installation and consultation. One-year BTC Pay server shared hosting, no Lightning, uh, and so it's 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 a, a tight menu, but. Uh, you know, lightning in a lightning in a box dot co. So go there, check them out. They're um, um, I don't know. I'm I'm glad to see that people are putting together lightning nodes and uh, full Bitcoin nodes, so that you can just plug and play. Uh, that I think that's going to be really important moving forward. And uh, last up in my stack is <laughs> the Lemon Coin video. Oh my God. Um, if you haven't seen the if you haven't seen the video, it's in it's in my curated Twitter timeline, which a link will be given in the show notes. So go check it out if you haven't seen it yet. But I'm gonna play just a little bit of the audio, um, and then if I get permission from the, um, if I I've asked permission from the guys who've made it um, to play the full thing in audio, but I don't think they'll mind if I play just this one little bit. Okay, fine. How do I get lemon coin? Why is this so difficult? I can sense your frustration. Think about it. It's the future of business. A trustless system without third parties. So to get lemon coin, I just need you to create an account on this third party exchange. I'm going to need your passport, bank info, social security number, and a selfie with today's date. I thought you said this was a trustless system. It is as soon as the exchange trusts you. You, you could trust us. We are the number one crypto exchange in all of Krakowia. I don't think that's a real country. Look, Kremlin. You can make this in Croatia. Easy transaction if you just follow the protocol. Okay? Okay. Smile. Say KYC. Okay, so this will take uh, three to five days to process. 
Uh, after that, when you are approved, uh, you will probably not be notified. So check back in uh, a week or so. This is ridiculous. And there you have it. Which uh, the whole thing is funny, and it's a, a it's a short version of a large of a longer piece that they that they intend to um, that they intend to release. And this is from the guys who did this is uh, mainframe underscore HQ, um, spelled just like it sounds. Mainframe underscore HQ, um, and they are uh, they say that this is a teaser we shared a couple of days ago, and for the full video soon to be released so we haven't seen the full video yet but this is very well done is very well produced freaking hilarious and has contains more memes and it, it's sort of like a condensed version of the space like in in just a, a couple of minutes and it's it's so it is so worth your time so go do that and uh let's see if there's anything else in my stack that i want to get to nah that looks like that looks like that's going to be the morning roundup And Marty's Bent is from Friday, November the 2nd, 2018, issue number 353. Bitcoin will make the world better. And he's uh, going to be comment, he's going to have a bent on Mr. Mahmoudov has a uh, small tweet storm, which I'll, he's got it posted up. I'll go ahead and start reading it. Uh, one, Bitcoin pays you for making the world better. People often joke about Bitcoin saying, came for X, stayed for sound money, but in the grand scheme of things, this is true. Most people who are now into Bitcoin came from jobs, interest circles, which in most cases were far less beneficial to humanity and its progress. Many people are constantly fighting an existential battle, a moral dilemma between making money and doing what makes them happy or what makes the world a better parentheses, what they know they should be doing, in parentheses, enter Bitcoin. Why is Bitcoin so powerful as a community pa uh, slash passion? Because people who were jaded for years by their unproductive, soulless, rent-seeking, and essentially wicked impact on society while, for example, working at an investment bank for a large paycheck have finally found something that challenges this fundamental trade-off in life. You have to be ignorant obtuse or willfully blind not to realize that Bitcoin, by and large, is making the world a better place, giving people more freedom, property rights, and financial sovereignty in unimagined and unprecedented ways. Bitcoin allows those people who often found themselves in the vicious circle facing this moral dilemma to finally break the cycle. Bitcoin has a psychological, ethical appeal beyond monetary reward. The two work in tandem. Truth is power, and making your money while being untruthful, having to lie and deceive people systematically and at every turn ultimately makes one miserable and unhappy in spite of all the fortunes they can ever make. Bitcoin makes, you, makes your conscience clean. It makes you sleep better at night. Bitcoin pays you for making the world a better place. Bitcoin is an ultimate win-win-win opportunity. And that's the end of the thread. Marty's bent. Yeah, I said it. So did our boy Masira, who beautifully lays out the reasons why so many people are passionate about Bitcoin in the thread above. The pervasive, unspoken, unnerving angst of the common man working to build the very consumerist system that has destroyed his ability to become self-sustaining, independent, 
be a self-sustaining, independent being. For some of us who choose this weird form of masochism, we call being interested in Bitcoin. We truly believe that Bitcoin, if implemented correctly, can be a driving force of good in the world by making the creation of money much fairer. The act of changing the variable of money creation could have profound positive externalities rooted in truth. The certainty provided by transaction ordering via proof of work is a base from which powerful freedom-enabling tools can be built, the first tool of which is approvably scarce distributed money. Bitcoin is beautiful because it is a Gordian knot of interlocking incentives. So those who choose to contribute to the system by coding, mining, buying, accepting, and or holding Bitcoin are rewarded. Many have been up to this point at least. As the network grows stronger and more robust over time, causing the price of Bitcoin to increase. If they decide to hold BTC in their portfolios, there are a number of advocates who do not hold BTC, oddly enough. Satoshi created a system that is completely self-sustaining because incentives are aligned perfectly. As we described in this here rag last week, Bitcoin and the humans who use profit from it are in a symbiotic relationship of flesh and technology. The fact that Bitcoin has rewarded the humans who have kept it alive for a decade is incredibly inspiring because it means there is a glimmer of hope that we may be able to build a system outside of or parallel to the rapidly decaying system we were born into. And it's all driven by, again, perfectly aligned incentives between all of the stakeholders in the network. The beauty of a future in which Bitcoin continues to succeed will be the positive externalities that begin to emerge as Bitcoin proves to be more ethical of a monetary system than the central banking system that cannot stop expanding credit. There will be little room for the type of wasted capital allocation that is enabled when a bank is able to create debt out of thin air and charge an exorbitant interest rate. Gone will be the days of the free money for the banking elite, which has been enabled by their proximity to the spigot of money creation. As more people begin to realize this slowly over time, Bitcoin will continue to grow and suck in value as a black hole consumes light, and I believe will make society better off as a result. And he ends ends with uh, another tweet from the Tao of Bitcoin. Any earnest quest to understand the world leads to understanding Bitcoin. Any earnest quest to understand Bitcoin leads to understanding the world. This is the Tao of Bitcoin. Final thought. One time when I was 18, I snuck into a Blink-182 concert in Camden, New Jersey. It was one of the best concerts of my life. Enjoy your weekend, freaks. All right, well, that was Marty's Bent for, uh, that was November the 2nd, so it's not not today. This is Friday, November the 2nd, issue number 353, and we want to thank Marty Bent for Marty's Bent, and you can find Marty Bent over at Marty Bent on Twitter, and we will read Marty's Bent when Marty Bent releases a new Marty's Bent. Terrible Joke Corner is brought to you by, oh, I can't remember. I really don't care. I got fired from my job at the bank today. An old lady asked me to check her balance, so I pushed her over. A little violent. A little little violent, but still, still high quality bad joke.
Today's Daily Train Wrecked is brought to you by Calvin Air at Calvin Air. Bitmain is wasting its resources and goodwill on the wormhole scam and seems to have taken their eye off the ball of their core business. And he links to a CoinGeek.com article entitled Bitmain on Verge of Losing Chip Supplier, Debts Mounting. So I guess uh, I guess I'll take this opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, the upcoming uh, hard fork of, of the Bcash camp. I'm not going to say too much about it because it's a shit show and I'm long popcorn. Um, but it looks like they're just they're doing the they're doing to themselves what they started doing to Bitcoin before the fork before the uh, Bcash fork occurred. So. This it is it's been suggested and, and this fork is supposed to happen on the fifteenth of November. Um it'll be uh, Bitcoin ABC and Bitcoin Satoshi's vision and it looks like I don't know. I don't you know, you you never know where Roger Ver actually stands on, on any of this, but he's you know, clearly he's one of the one of the players. Um Calvin Air is another one, then you got Jihan Wu and um Oh, and then fake Toshi, the Craig Wright, that idiot. Um, they're all, they seem to all be fighting. Uh, they're splitting into two camps. Um, they're throwing FUD around at each other. You know, what? the only thing that's different about this time and the time before is that it's not our circus, and those are not our monkeys. Finally, we can kind of sit back and just watch from the outside an example sort of like a, an al- an allegory, not an allegory. Uh, um, we, we can watch what happened to ourselves through the lens of, of these guys because they're doing it to each other now. And it's been suggested that Bitcoin Unlimited as a, uh, is somehow or another has a chance to reconcile the two camps together. And it doesn't matter even if they did. You know why? Because the animosity that is going on between the people that split off into Bcash, their an, their animosity is not external. Their animosity is internal. They have serious problems with narcissism. They have serious problems with greed. They have serious problems with the concept of, of power, who's in charge, who's in control, none of which, all, or excuse me, all of which is antithetical to Bitcoin. So... Grab your bags of popcorn, sit back, relax, and watch this freaking shit show unfold. Because it's going to happen one way or another. Even if Bitcoin Unlimited somehow or another gets them to call it off, that animosity is still going to be there. So I, if they were to call it off and no fork happens on November, n- November the 15th, I give it a month before before the entire thing comes back up because their problems, their monkeys are always going to be jumping around and they are no longer our monkeys. We can be thankful that Bcash is in existence for if if for no other reason than for the fact that we can watch their monkeys and their circus from a distance and we don't have to include ourselves. Thank God. 
So that was uh, today's Daily Train Wrecked. Okay, people, I'm out. Uh, Y'all have a wonderful day. Uh, Remember, it is Guy Fox Day. Uh, So put on your... Put on those masks and scare people, jump out, you know, scare people from behind bushes and whatnot like that. Um, But do be safe. Uh, Be prepared for the uh, what the Bcash, all the Bcash news that you're going to be hearing uh, over the next few days. And um, we will see you on the other side. This has been Bitcoin and and I'm your host, David Bennett. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and hope to see you again real soon. Have a great day.